greet you, dear ones, today on this holy feast, the feast of the transfiguration of our Lord Jesus Christ. And our joy today is amplified and made uh, even more full, if, if I can say that, by uh, the presence of our beloved father, Abuna Arsenius, uh, who is blessing us today with his beautiful family. Uh, and of course, all of you being here today for this feast. Uh, because anytime we gather together to worship the Lord and to commemorate the life-giving work of our Lord Jesus Christ, it truly is a feast. And that is what liturgy really is all about. Now, for those of you who may not realize or may not remember what this feast is all about, this feast commemorates how our Savior took Peter, James, and John up to Mount Tabor, um, in order to pray. And six days before that, he had promised them that some of them would not die until they had seen the kingdom of God coming with great power. And when they ascended the mountain our, and our Lord began to pray, this promise was suddenly fulfilled. Our Savior's appearance was transfigured. His face became brighter than the sun as the whole place shone with the light of God's divinity. His garment became wider than light itself, and the, gar and the great prophets Moses and Elias appeared with him. The three disciples who were witnessing all of this, they were in awe and a state of confusion. Peter acted as their spokesperson and said in his confusion, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here, and let us make three tabernacles, for one for you, one for Moses and one for Elias. And then suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them and the voice of God the Father said, this is my beloved son, hear him. And hearing the voice of God the Father must have filled them with even more wonder, for we are told that when they finally looked up from the ground, they saw no one left except for our Savior alone. And so this is what we celebrate with great joy today. And I want to meditate very briefly on a few lessons that we can hopefully take from this feast and internalize as we continue our Christian struggle to the kingdom of heaven. First of all, in the transfiguration, we have a revelation of God as he is. We see God as he is. Maybe a simple way of understanding the transfiguration is to see the humanity of our Lord Jesus Christ as a cloud that covered his divinity during the time of his incarnation and his ministry on earth. Whenever someone saw our Lord during his earthly ministry, they did not see the light of his divinity, but instead they saw him as man, as the God-man, the one who took flesh for us. In the transfiguration, however, this cloud, so to speak, pulled away for an instant, and the disciples caught a glimpse of the glorious light behind it. And I think this is a wonderful and simple way of understanding what happened in today's feast. However you see it, the point for us to remember is that in the transfiguration, we witness God as he is. God dwells in light, and light emanates from him, because the great light of his divinity is part of his nature and his essence. We remember how St. John the theologian, when he describes the new Jerusalem in the book of Revelation, he tells us, 
that the city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God, the light of God, illumined it. The Lamb is its light, according to St. John. And so this is our destiny, brothers and sisters. We hope to inherit the kingdom of God, in which God himself is everlasting light, and he continually illumines us for all eternity. When our Lord Jesus Christ was transfigured, his incarnate nature as being fully God and fully man at the same time did not change. It wasn't as though he became something else, but instead the light of his divinity shone through his humanity. St. Cyril of Alexandria described it in the following way. He was transformed to so surpassing and godlike a brightness that his garments even glittered with rays of fire and seemed to flash like lightning. This is what we see in our Lord's transfiguration, a revelation of God as he is. And it was not, by the way, the first time that God manifested his uncreated light to mankind. In fact, we have a very similar occurrence in the Old Testament, which is a symbol and a type of foreshadowing of today's feast, of what happened today. We find it in Exodus chapter 24, where we read the following. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. In this passage we see something very similar to what we see in today's feast. We see how God revealed himself to Moses and the people of Israel. And there are lots of similarities between these two accounts. First, in both accounts, those who saw the divine light of God waited six days. We are told that our Lord promised the disciples that they would see after six days. And we see that Moses likewise waited and the children of Israel likewise waited six days. In Exodus, we see that uh, also, there is a mountain, Mount uh, uh, Tabor and Mount Sinai. We have two mountains in these accounts. We see in both accounts a cloud. We see in both accounts the voice of God the Father speaking to his people. And so all of these similarities, when you think about them, they reveal how God, from the beginning, desires to show us his nature, to reveal his divinity to mankind. And this is what we celebrate in today's feast. But not only in today's feast, not only do we see God as he is, but we also see us as we hope to become. We see our future in the transfiguration as well. The early fathers of the church, they teach us that when God created Adam and Eve, they were clothed in divine light. They were clothed in the light of God himself. St. Gregory the theologian, the intercessor of our parish, he teaches us that they were literally clothed in the glory of God. But sadly, when they sinned, they lost the glory of God. The glory of God, this light, departed from them. And that is the moment when they realized that they were naked. This is our past. We had the light of God as a garment, but we lost it because of sin and the fall. 
But through the life-giving work of our Lord Jesus Christ, this is also our future once again. In Matthew 13, we hear from the mouth of our Savior that in the kingdom of heaven, the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. And the same promise is echoed by God in Daniel chapter 12. This is our future, brothers and sisters, to shine with the light of God. And this is something that oftentimes we in the Orthodox Church, we refer to it as theosis or deification. It has been a controversial topic, but it doesn't need to be. It refers to the process by which we become partakers of God's divine nature. Of course, this doesn't mean that we are going to replace God and become gods instead of Him, but instead it means that God in His love for us as His children desires to share some of His attributes with us, like, for example, immortality. And so theosis means that we are going to become more like God as we continue our struggle as Christians to the kingdom of heaven. And so it refers to how we don't replace God, but we become a little bit more like Him. As we're going to hear in the liturgy of St. Gregory, you blessed my nature in yourself. You took my nature and you united it with your divinity and you blessed it in yourself. This is our way of receiving immortality and incorruption through Christ. And in addition, we continue struggling to live the pure Christian life through prayer and meditation on Scripture, fulfilling the commandments and all of the and liturgy, all of the things that we know we are called to do. And the more we do these things, then by the grace of God and the work of the Holy Spirit who sanctifies us, we transcend more and more our human nature and we become more and more partakers of the divine nature. This, brothers and sisters, is our future. This is our calling in life. This is the meaning of our lives. Why are we here? We are here to work out our salvation and to become more like God so that we might participate in the life of Christ and share in His immortality and in corruption. And our holy and orthodox church, in the beauty of her tradition, reminds us of our calling every time we set foot in the church. Every time we come, we are surrounded by these beautiful icons of the holy Theotokos and the saints all around us. And these icons are intended to remind us of the divine life through several features in the icon. We see oftentimes a golden background in every icon that represents the transfigured divine life the saints led. The saints are also depicted with a nimbus or a halo around their heads, which literally represents the luminous cloud of divinity that surrounded their lives by the grace of God. And then we see that all of the features of the saints, such as their noses, their mouths, their ears, etc., are painted in a very fine way to represent how finely they tune their senses on God. And so when we come to church and we see all of this surrounding us, all of this beauty, we get a very clear message. The Holy Church is telling us, be like this, imitate this. These holy men and women, beginning with the Holy Theotokos, they imitated Christ and they shared in His life 
Now be like them, and likewise imitate Christ and share in his life. This is the message that the Holy Church is giving us continually every time we enter. And so, brothers and sisters, we see that this is our future as well. And so today, as we revel in this feast of the Lord's Transfiguration, we remember that in his love, he revealed to us what he is, so that we might understand by the grace of God and through his life-giving work, what we hope to become. And so there's only one thing left for us to do, to embrace this calling and to strive for it through our Christian lives that we may receive the great blessing of being united with our Lord in his kingdom and to live in that ineffable and uncreated light and glory be to God forever. Amen.